0: Ah, we got more mild weather coming our way. Going to be up in the 40s today. You know what that means, right? We're going to have mosquitoes the size of birds in the spring and the summer. Yikes! Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet, put your email address in there. We'll shoot you out an email when the next episode comes out. Hope you're having a great start to the new year. These are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, let's start off with headline number five. The GOP-led effort to form committee to investigate China passes with massive bipartisan support. From the Associated Press, House Republicans moved Tuesday to swiftly establish the marquee investigations of their new majority, voting to create panels focused on China and what they assert is rampant abuse of power in the federal government. Newly empowered GOP lawmakers are vowing to bring accountability to the Biden administration, pledging to investigate federal law enforcement agencies. Republicans also established a committee with broad bipartisan support to investigate strategic competition between the U.S. and China. Jake Sherman the House has passed a resolution creating a committee to investigate China. It passed 365 to 65. All right, so the Republicans are off to the races. They're, they're getting organized. They're setting up committees. This China committee is a very, very important one. As we know, as we've been talking about all these last couple years, how China is stealing intellectual properties how they are buying off politicians such as the Biden crime family. We're going to get to the bottom of that, too, in this committee hearing. The Hunter Biden laptop and all the corruption and the compromise going on in the Biden family. We need to know if the president of the United States has been compromised by the CCP, don't you think? Don't you think we need to get to the bottom of that, America? So Jim Jordan is leading up. The Judiciary Committee and Representative Gallagher is running the China Committee, which is very important. Those are two we want to keep our eyes on. What I like about this is that 365 people in the House voted in favor of this bill. I'd like to know who the 65 are that didn't vote. That should be a little telling sign also as well, so I'm going to try to get a list on that 65 that didn't vote in favor of a committee to investigate China. so a lot of influence peddling going on in politics. And as we know, the politicians are big targets for those types of influence by the CCP. Swalwell comes to mind. All right, headline number four. GOP drafts a resolution condemning violent attacks against pro-life clinics. Fox News, a group of over 100 Republicans has co-sponsored a House resolution to condemn the violence, vandalism, and intimidation of pro-choice groups following last year's unprecedented leak of the Supreme Court opinion overturning Roe v. Wade. Representative Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, joined by about 100 GOP co-sponsors, announced the resolution Tuesday morning. The congressman intends to bring the resolution to a vote on the floor Wednesday. Representative Mike Johnson, 100-plus House GOP members have co-sponsored my resolution condemning the nationwide wave of violence, vandalism, and intimidation by pro-abortion activists in the wake of the SCOTUS opinion overturning Roe v. Wade. We will pass this long-overdue resolution in the House tomorrow. Okay, so this is, again... Uh, more action, we saw all the firebombings in the clinics around the country from the far leftists that had attacked these pro-life facilities, and it's good that the Congress is setting up laws to enforce these violent acts. When the Supreme Court passes a law, that's the law of the land, and the American people need to follow the laws, or face prosecution. And so once this law goes into effect, hopefully we can curb some of the violence in the attacks on these pro-life clinics. All right, headline number three. Speaker McCarthy confirms he will be removing several Democrats from committees. PJ Media. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy repeatedly promised over the past couple of years that when the GOP took control of the House... He would remove Representative Adam Schiff, Democrat from California, Eric Swalwell, Democrat from California, and Ihan Omar, Democrat from Minnesota, from their respective committees. McCarthy has followed through on that promise on Monday. McCarthy confirmed Omar would be removed from the Foreign Affairs Committee and that Schiff and Swalwell would be kicked off the Intelligence Committee. Washington Examiner Swalwell has been under scrutiny by Republicans after it was reported in 2020 that a suspected Chinese spy had developed relations with the California Democrat in what U.S. officials believe was an extensive political intelligence operation run by China between 2011 and 2015. All right, well, this is way overdue, the fact that they removed Adam Schiff. I mean, this guy was lying for four years under Trump, making all kinds of accusations about Russia, hoax and everything that was going on, involved in the impeachment. Good riddance for that guy, and he's going to try to run for Senate. I think we need to oppose that individual. He shouldn't be in politics at all. He's just a hatchet man for the Democratic Party. He's a disgusting human being. Swalwell as well, compromised by Fang Fang, as you remember sexual relationships. She was there specifically by the CCP to influence a politician. And this guy's about as smart as a rock, fell for it. And who knows what he has given over to Fang Fang and to the CCP. And the fact that after they found out that he was compromised, he, the Democrats left him in office in the Intelligence Committee of all places. I mean, please, please. What's wrong with these people? I mean, don't they love their country? Or are they more concerned about their own power and their own positions? Good riddance to these. Omar, again, you know, good God, another lady that needs to be removed. She hates America. And she was elected to Congress. So all three of them are gone, and I hope they stay off the committees. They don't belong there. Kudos to McCarthy for making those steps and his first few days as Speaker. All right, headline number two House Republicans files impeachment articles against DHS Secretary Elandro Mayorkas. Washington Examiner A House Republican has filed articles of impeachment against Department of Homeland Security Secretary Elandro Mayorkas, following through with a promise several GOP lawmakers made before taking control of the lower chamber earlier this month. Representative Pat Fallon, Republican from Texas, introduced the articles of impeachment in the House on Monday, accusing Mayorkas of committing high crimes and misdemeanors. The articles have been referred to the House Judiciary Committee for further action. Fox News, Fallon's first articles, alleges that Mayorkas has failed to faithfully execute the Secure the Fence Act of 2006. End quote. The article says that law requires the Secretary of Homeland Security to maintain operational control over the entire international land and maritime borders of the United States. The second article alleges that Mayorkas, in violation of his constitutional oath, willfully provided perjurious, false, and misleading testimony to Congress. Okay, here's another guy that needs to go, too, Mayorkas. He's the guy behind the southern border invasion lying to Congress, saying that everything is fine, everything is done properly, there is no issues down on the southern border. It's, it's a joke. If you know anything about what's going on on the southern border, it's a national security issue, definitely. It's an invasion of our southern border. This guy needs to go right away. He's completely derelict to his duties, and he's lied to Congress. He should be impeached right away. And let's just hope that the uh, Senate, up and down the line, will uh, agree, replace him, put somebody in there that has the American people's best interest, because this guy obviously does not. He's a tool of the Biden administration, the open border policies. It affects us in many different ways. The expenses that incurs on the American people's backs, with all these people coming in illegally, is not fair to the American people, so he needs to be removed. And I hope that this impeachment trial uh, gets some traction. All right, headline number one, GOP votes to revoke additional IRS funding. White House threatens to veto the bill. National Review, on Monday night, the new GOP-dominated House voted to rescind more than $70 billion in funding for the Internal Revenue Service, threatening to kill the Biden administration's plans to dramatically expand the tax collection bureaucracy. The measure succeeded, with uh, 221 Republicans voting in favor and 210 Democrats opposing. Spearheaded by Representatives Adrian Smith from Nebraska and Michelle Steele from California, the bill targets the massive amount of money allocated to the IRS in the deceptively named Inflation Reduction Act. Fox News. The White House said Monday it would veto a bill that passed in the Republican Majority House that would claw back $72 billion in funds used to hire tens of thousands of internal revenue service IRS staff over the next decade. Okay, good. I hope that one goes through. Of course, the White House is going to oppose it, and they need to use some of the other powers of the purse to make sure that the Biden administration doesn't try to stop it. Because the IRS has no business targeting all the the middle class Americans over tax collection with their reckless spending and printing of money. They're the ones that created the problem. And they're dropping it on the backs of the American people. And they're having the IRS come after the middle class. And these guys are armed. They're coming to your house with a weapon by their side. So let's uh, push this through. Let's uh, call your representatives. Get on the phone. Make some calls. Let's do something to stop this IRS invasion of the middle-class Americans. And don't be fooled. They're not going after the wealthy. They're coming after the middle class, okay? Middle class has already been stripped with high inflation, high energy costs, up and down the line. A recession is imminent this year. People are going to be losing their jobs. It's going to be a difficult time over the next few years. Get yourself prepared on the horizon, and the first thing they need to do is stop the IRS and stop spending taxpayer money to go collect more taxes from their reckless spending. Please. Okay, at this time I want to play uh, from last night's Hannity's show with uh, Jim Jordan and Kevin McCarthy. They're talking about some of the steps that they're taking as they've taken over the Congress. So let's play this. I think you'll find it to be very interesting.
1: All right, the people that will be leading two of the most important investigations, along with Speaker Kevin McCarthy. We have the House Judiciary Committee Chairman, that's Jim Jordan, House Oversight Committee Chairman, that's James Comer. Guys, you've been on a lot. Um, Jim, you will be investigating. You're both Jims, Jim Jordan. You will be investigating whether the FBI has been politicized and whether the the DOJ has been weaponized. Um, What do you see
2: so far? Well, it's not a question of whether that's happened, it has, because we've had now dozens of FBI agents come to us taking whistleblower status, talking about how political things have become. And I always step back and look at the big picture. We had a, dep- but, a Justice that treated moms and dads as terrorists, he used the Patriot Act. That's terrorist at school crazy. board meetings. Yeah. You got the FBI yeah. that paid Twitter $3 million, Three not one, not two, but $3 million to censor conservative viewpoints. On their platform, and then, of course, you got what what we've seen happen across government in so many other agencies, where it's been weaponized against the very people they're supposed to serve. The Department of Homeland Security tried to set up a disinformation governance board, as if some federal agency should tell the American people what they're allowed to say, what they're not allowed to say. That if that's not a direct attack on the First Amendment, I don't know what is. And that's that's what we're going to look into because. The first step in stopping it is you have to get all the facts on the table for the country to see. Then you go about stopping and making sure it never happens again. Let me ask you this.
1: Did the FBI in 2016 and 2020 in the presidential elections, did they put their thumb on the scale? I can give you detail. I know you have the detail. But, for example, in 2020, they FBI agents in early October, after they were warned by Bruce Orr not to mm-hmm. use the yeah. dossier, They flew over to Great Britain and they met with Christopher Steele, they offered him a million dollars to prove that the dossier that Hillary Clinton paid for, the Russian dossier, was true. He couldn't claim his money. But then by the end of the month, it became the bulk of the FISA application Mm -hmm. and it was unverified. But I would argue it they got away with it. Yeah. I, now we have the, the recent case. They suppressed all this information yeah. about Hunter Biden's laptop. Did they put their thumb on the scale? Of and,
2: I, and I would argue, as, as my colleague Matt Gates has said in committee, I would argue it was all the other elections as well. So 2016, they, they spy on Trump's campaign and do what you just described. 2018, it's the Mueller investigation. 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden story. And in 2022, 91 days before the midterm election, they raided President Trump's home, which, oh by the way, is quite a contrast from what we learned yesterday, how they treated Pres. Sure President Trump and what we learned yesterday where Joe Biden now had classified information at the Biden
1: Center that they knew about before the election, but somehow that didn't get made public. Will this be like a church committee moment? Will this be that the true reform that what should be the premier law enforcement agency in the world, the FBI, will we be able to restore it to the great greatness that once had
2: that's our goal rank and file agents are good men and women we know that by the fact that the dozens of them come talk to us about what they see happening and how concerned they are about it so we know what, what, that we know that so that's our goal our objective but we're going to do everything we can we're going to do it in a vigorous way we're going to do it in an aggressive way we're going to do it in a way that's consistent with the constitution but we're going to do it because that's our job This is not about, they said today on the floor when we passed the resolution creating this, they said on the floor today, Mr. Nadler was quoted in the paper and they went after us today on the floor. They said this is political and we're going to fight it tooth and nail. Why? We're protecting the First Amendment. We're protecting the American people. Why would you fight a Democrat? I thought you guys embraced the Constitution like we all do. Love the First Amendment and the rights we enjoy. That's what this is about. And we're going to do everything we can to protect American citizens' First Amendment liberties. They
3: should join with us, not fight
1: it. Yep, yeah, I agree. If they had integrity, the you know what?
3: We won't play like them. They want to put somebody on the committee. We're we're not pre-setting this thing to be political because that's not what it should be. We're going to follow the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Jim will follow wherever the information takes us. But this hasn't happened since 1970. And I think it's gotten so far out of control. You hear from all, not just the American citizens, but the whistleblowers at the FBI are coming to us. We're going to
2: hear from them? that's our goal you know the whistleblower status they have to agree but we hope that some of these individuals i think they will because frankly a number of them have been retaliated against yeah. that,
1: that, which is not allowed to happen well so i think well, they would well, we'll we'll be willing, but we actually to kind of said that uh, you're not allowed to talk to members of congress or yeah. the senate i'm the, like The day after we first
2: talked about on your show, the very next day, he issues a memorandum saying, hey, 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 be careful, here's the rules when you're going to talk to Congress. That that looks to me like a definite infringement on their liberty, their right
1: to go tell us what's going on in those agencies. And
3: they believe this, they love this agency. They want this agency to be what it
1: was. You know, it's funny, a friend of mine, retired from the FBI, he said, it is not what I signed up for. Exactly. That's how much it changed. Your investigation, you said something that was deep and profound. People think, now the FBI had the Hunter Biden laptop in December 2019. That's why the FBI meeting with with big tech once a week prior to the 2020 election, say, oh, you might get disinformation about Hunter. They could have verified Hunter in five minutes, either him doing drugs or other things with other people, but I won't go into those details, but they didn't. You're going to be investigating. You said the president of the United States... Joe Biden lied to this country, didn't he, when he said he did never discussed his
4: foreign business dealings with his son? Absolutely. We have produced pictures, we've produced emails, we've produced documents that show that not only did Joe Biden know very well what his son and brother were doing with, with respect to influence peddling, but he was also a part of it. We saw where Hunter Biden was requesting keys for office space for Joe Biden. There are several whistleblowers that have come to us and identified Joe Biden as the big guy, that he was supposed to get a 10% equity stake. That's a national security concern. The more that comes out about Joe Biden and the influence peddling, you know, there's a pattern here with communist China, with Ukraine, with Russia, with our adversaries across the world. And you look at the bad decisions that Joe Biden makes and this White House makes every day that has a detrimental effect on every American, you wonder, is this... President compromise. We deserve to have answers to the extent of the Biden family influence peddling and what exactly Joe Biden not only knew, but what exactly he benefited from. The $1.5 billion deal with China, we have, we
1: just learned in recent days, now that we know about the issue with Joe Biden and top secret classified information, $54 million went to that university, that's something I'm looking into. Think about how
3: many more universities they're doing that. Think about what they're trying to influence across our nation. That's why the select committee in China is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gotta stop allowing them to steal from us, to take our intellectual property, to try their, buy their way through America.
1: Do you have any doubt that Joe Biden knew that the family was making money? Like for example, I never understood why the media and Democrats didn't care about Joe Biden LITERALLY SAYING YOU'RE NOT GETTING A BILLION DOLLARS OF TAXPAYER MONEY UNTIL YOU FIRE A PROSECUTOR IN UKRAINE WHO IS who's INVESTIGATING YOUR SON WHO GOES ON GOOD MORNING AMERICA AND ADMITS HE HAD NO EXPERIENCE AT ALL IN ENERGY, GAS, OIL, OR UKRAINE. WHY IS HE BEING PAID MILLIONS? AND SON OF A B, they, uh, THEY FIRED THE GUY.
4: THEY DID. IS THAT INFLUENCE peddling? ABSOLUTELY. and WE'RE WAITING ON A FOIA REQUEST FROM STEPHEN MILLER, A GUEST ON YOUR SHOW FREQUENTLY, uh, THAT'S WORKING uh, TO TRY TO GET MORE TRANSPARENCY WITH WHAT REALLY WENT ON WITH UKRAINE. NOW WE FIND OUT THE DOCUMENTS THAT JOE BIDEN HAD THAT WERE CLASSIFIED, SOME OF THEM PERTAIN TO UKRAINE. I mean, there's so many questions here. And normally, the mainstream media served as a check and balance on corruption in the past with with past presidents. But they've turned a blind eye to Joe Biden, and they defended Joe Biden, just like they're doing with these these classified documents that he has today. We're not going to let up the people in this room. Many are on the Oversight Committee. Every committee is going to play a role in oversight. Uh, We're going to get answers that the American people deserve.
1: It's going to be fascinating to watch. We're going to follow it every step of the way, because I think the American public is in for a shock. I don't think they're fully aware, because we've done a deep dive into a lot of this. I want to get those banking records. I think Absolutely. they will be very, very But this is the bank. difference. This isn't political. Yeah. This is not based where we're predetermining who could be on security. the court.
3: No, wouldn't you want to know? And that he lied to the American public? Yeah. How much is China paying in this process? Why did all those banks put a, <laughs> put a concern about all this? Why are they holding that up? Hundreds of documents that they know. I think we need to get to the bottom.
1: We're going to take a break. By the way, good to see you guys. Thank you.
0: Okay, so there you go. There's, in uh, their own words, the Judiciary Committee Chairman, uh, Jim Jordan, the Speaker of the House, and the Assistant Judiciary Committee, Representative Comer. So uh, we'll keep our eyes on this. It's very important that we uh, be abreast of what's going on with uh, our government and how they're going to be looking at our government's policies and also the President of the United States. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, the 11th of January, 2023. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquise Vandemark, And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.